0: Tuesday, everyone. Happy, happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I'm Kyra Mitchell-Lewis and I thank you all for joining. So it is April, almost the end of April. And um, I don't know about you, but um, how's your weather going? You know, in the South, we can sort of expect March and April to have a a lot of scary winds and a lot of rain and you know storms as you know <laughs> as as we always say i'm pretty sure i don't know about you but i learned this in school when i was younger um you know march winds bring april showers april showers bring mayflowers and um <laughs> funny story here side though i was telling my husband so in march we had a really bad like storm that came through atlanta and it was a Saturday morning, and our gazebo, which was weighted down, like, on all four corners, it literally, like, the wind picked it up, and it was, it landed, like, in in our pool, and I remember, like, just hearing the sound as it was lifting, and I was, like, came out of my office, and I could just see it, like, just like um, (laughs) skipping across (laughs) and my husband was like upstairs sleeping. He was like, well, I mean, you could have caught it. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm like supersonic fast, like Sonic the Hedgehog. And I can also go through doors and get this um, thing and stop it from falling in the pool." Mm -hmm. But on a positive note, we were able to rescue it. I live with MacGyver. So (laughs) he was able, he had a vision in his head of how we could fix it and we fixed it. We were able to salvage it because honestly, we just got it last summer and I didn't sit out in it a lot last year, but I was, but I'm, you know, was definitely looking forward to this summer to being outside and having a chance to like chill out in it. And then I thought, man, but it's back and it's still here. So all that I said to say, I hope that the winds are like, know slowing down and that you know i can deal with just regular rain you know but i don't like the thunder i don't like the lightning i don't like the wind of course like most people don't so that's when it gets scary okay anywho so i have totally digressed from the actual subject all right so now let's talk about what we are going to um chat about today and my guests so you all know how much i love talking about leadership So today I have a great guest, Rebecca High, who is an author and a senior account executive. And we're talking about leading at any level. Rebecca is going to talk about how her role as a manager at Pizza Hut prepared her for this phase of her career as a senior account executive. So I think the important thing, and this is something I always say, is that you can lead at any level. You don't have to be like, the boss or the CEO or whatever. You can lead no matter where you are, if you're an individual contributor, if you're the manager. So please keep that in mind. Like leadership is not just for someone who has a title and has a team, leadership is for all. So anywho, let's move on. I am going to take a short break and I will be back with Rebecca. Welcome back to the Glow Girl podcast, I'm Kyra. Well, now I am joined by Rebecca. So welcome Rebecca to the Glow Girl podcast. Thank you so much for uh, having me here today. Awesome! Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and dive in because uh, I love talking about leadership and you know giving people advice on how to become better leaders. So before we go down the road of you being helpful and giving the audience some advice, let's talk about you. Um, tell the audience who you are and what you do. Sure, absolutely.
1: So um, my name is Rebecca Hay. I pretty much build my career in. And- uh, food industry and moved over to the finances. I worked with Pizza Hut um, for about 10, 11 years. I worked up the ranks as a starting as a what's called a CSR, answering mm-hmm. the phones, becoming management, becoming assistant manager, restaurant general manager, and then an area coach. I was in charge of seven stores. Um, also, then I moved to uh, more finances. I work for Peachtree Financial Solutions now. Mm-hmm. And I also and an, and an entrepreneur. So I I'm a self-published author. I also, on the side, um, do paintings and commissions. Um, So I have my hands literally in so many different things.
0: Awesome. Yes, you are busy, my friend. (laughs) Well, so let's talk about your start um, in management. So you started, like you said, you started at Pizza Hut and you worked your way up the ranks. Um, As you were moving up at Pizza Hut, um, how did that begin to help you shape yourself as a leader?
1: A lot of it had to do with uh, the individuals that I had around me. Their idea of growing uh, was so unique to me. And so when I went to Pizza Hut, I was like, I want to be a manager. I told them right off the bat, like sort of what a goal was for me. So I was ready to sprint and they were like, okay, well, let's teach you the things first. Mm -hmm. The teachers I had were phenomenal. They uh, gave me the space to make mistakes. They told me when I made mistakes, I'd listen. I didn't take it personally. It was just to help me understand the how and the why of things work. Um, It definitely gave me the mindset that uh, any situation can happen. What's the best way to react to that? And Mm -hmm. how do you keep your team underneath you still on point, um, and together.
0: Yes. And I think, you know, you mentioned, um, like keeping your team underneath you, like, you know, sort of focused and that's so important because when there's poor leadership, you know, at the management level and your team sort of sees the boss, like always frazzled are always reacting when something changes or something's new. And that is just, that's a terrible, I mean I think it's a terrible place to be in for um, team members who not who may not be at a place to where you're like, ah, okay. You know, like, I, like I've like i worked long enough and you've worked long enough that, yes, you may see those things, and, but you're like, eh, OK, put that to the side and I got to stay focused here. But a lot of times for our younger um, staff or team members, um, you know, they are paying attention very much to the manager level and they are trying to learn. Like you said, you know, you're picking up on traits, and you're trying to see, you know, if you are planning to want to have a career that progresses in the place that you are, you are looking at the people who are in leadership positions. And you, and I think a lot of times it's like, you're thinking, okay, well, these people are in leadership, they must be doing something right.
1: (laughs) That is absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. So the um, individuals that taught me, um, we had very candid. The, the important thing is talk about the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. don't sort of go around the main issue. It's never going to be fixed. So they had a very candid conversations with me and said, OK, if you continue on this route that you're currently doing, this may be a result. We just need to sort of modify the behavior a little bit to be this. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I say that when I was a restaurant general manager, because like you said, people are watching me. I was in charge of 13 to 20 people and their guidance and their training. Um, so if I didn't know what I was doing and and how to help them through situations, they wouldn't either. So we would all fail. Like my success is through their success. And that's sometimes you, you can't carry everybody. You have to share. You have to share.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that you said that because... Uh, it- <laughs> Because that is key. And I think that when your team feels like you are going to be there for them and, and you care about them being successful. I was actually reading something this morning about like workplace culture. And like, first of all, that is like, a topic that I could talk about for days because I just lo- I'm like, do you not realize if your culture sucks, your employees will leave? Um, but it it said something about you know, as the leader or in, in when you're in management and you're trying to improve or implement a culture that works. One of the things is that you have to realize that your team members, this people that work for you, their your dream is not their dream. And you have to, it is the responsibility of the managers of those employees to know what their goals are. And it's not the goals that relate to the business. It's the goals that they want to achieve as people. And I thought, oh my gosh, like I always said that as a manager and whenever I, like people who work under me on my teams, I always want to know like, what is the thing that really is the thing that drives you. It doesn't mean, because I'm like, look, it doesn't mean we're gonna fire you because you say, I actually really want to one day start my own company. Um, Okay. Let's figure out how to get you the skills you need inside of these walls so that one day you can walk away. But I think so many times companies are threatened by the fact that people may have other interests that are not just their business and they lose a lot of good people.
1: You're absolutely 100%. And so the cool thing about Pizza Hut is they actually have a program that helps you get a degree through Mm. a college. And that's, I got my bachelor's through them. And oh, awesome. some of the training that I had, so it's, it's called life on box, like it's that kind of culture goes so far. Mm-hmm. It's it's more of a if an employee underneath me or a coworker of mine says, okay, my goal in five years is to have a business, like you said. Um, so share in that experience. I had a I had a server who was going through nursing school. Um, and she was going to be a nurse and she was a phenomenal server. And and when she left, you know, I was, it, it made me sad, but she was mm-hmm. doing her best and I would help her with her homework. And when her computer crashed, I would help her get it back up together. So it's, it's building more than just your team. It's building uh, lasting re- like partnerships
0: through time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really- and, and it's actually, and it's showing people that you actually care about them. Um, And and that's so important. I mean, I've been fortunate to have a lot of good managers who have known that I'm, you know, an entrepreneur and that, you know, yeah, I'm great at my job that I do every day and I love the work that I do. But I also have this passion, you know, to help women and to help other entrepreneurs. So I'm doing this on the side. I'm not doing it during the day. I'm doing it when I get off work. And I've had a lot of people who have been very um, managers who have been very supportive of that. And I even had someone who, like when I was interviewing, um, one person told me, she's like, oh, I only hire people who have businesses outside of their day jobs. Because she's like, entrepreneurs know how to get things done. And she was like, and I don't, I don't stand in the way of people growing. And I just thought if everybody could just be like
1: this. (laughs) I love people like that. I love people like that. So one of my first managers in Pizza Hut, he said, "Um, if you want, I will take you as far as you want to go as quickly as you want to go. Uh, It's up to you. Like it's the drive of the individual, the dedication, the organization of the the people. Mm -hmm. And that kind of manager, And so I was, I became a shift manager in nine days. Like I was running, like, I was, <laughs> I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. And, and that's how I got so quickly through the ranks because I had the drive. So it really, they set the tone and the manager sort of goes with mm-hmm. them, but it, it takes the right manager for sure. But also having that drive on, um, like you said earlier, it can intimidate people. Mm-hmm. So the having that much passion for other individuals and wanting yourself to do well can create a, an intimidation with your coworkers or potentially managers that don't quite get it mm-hmm. uh, around you. It they can be I don't want to say threatened by it, but uh, intimidated probably, mm-hmm. would be the, like mm-hmm. it they don't know what to do with it like you just have all <laughs> these emotions in this passion you're like all
0: right <laughs> yes I agree I definitely agree with that and um, yeah it, it but it takes special people um, to lead in a way that where you're where you're not intimidated by those who want more um, you know when I <laughs> I remember um, at my previous job before the the company i'm with now um i had like a lot of younger um women on my team and i always said to them you know always talk to me i was like just always let me know what you're thinking about you know here if you're like hey I don't see this moving as fast as I want it to move. Like, let's have a conversation about like, can I get you to the next level? Am I going to be able to get you to the next level? Or do we need to do something different? Because if it, or if you say, hey, I'm actually just tired. Like, I think I've like run the course here and I'm ready to move somewhere else. You know, I always told them, I was like, let me know because I'll be a reference. I'll recommend you to people, you know? And I just remember their faces being like, I mean, so you help us get another job. And I was just like, well, why wouldn't I? And I said, you know, it it serves, it doesn't serve me for you to be unhappy. What serves me is to be able to help you to get to the next level. I said, while you're here and you're happy here and you're excited and you want to grow, I want to put you in a position that if I'm not here one day, that one of you can easily step into my role and keep moving so that they don't have to bring in someone else from the outside. And I said, but if you're telling me, yeah, you know, I like this job for what it does for me right now. And I want to do something different. Then as long as we all are honest with each other, then it's good. You know, I said, I, I said, I gained nothing by, you know, like trying to hold you back. Or if you say I've got this other passion being the type of person who's like, Oh, well, you, you can't work here and do that, you know? And I'm just like, no, I mean, no, uh-uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you capping my potential? Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, let's talk about when you decided to transition to your role that you're currently in. Um, how did the... Because obviously you're going from hospitality and you're going into more of a, I guess, a corporate environment at this point now. So how did the experiences and the things that you learned from Pizza Hut and in your management career there uh, prepare you for what you're doing today?
1: Uh, so the the common denominator between the two is customers. And I'm mm. really good at connecting with people. Uh, So even though I don't technically have people on me right now, like I'm not, um, I don't have like a team, I'm on a team and I work with individuals. Um, I got my knowledge from not just the people uh, above me, the people in the same room as me. So when I was a restaurant general manager, I would call other stores and get their experience, get their opinion. Mm -hmm. And here with Peachtree, I did the same thing. The senior reps uh, that were here longer, like four years, five years. Um, I would call them and say, "Okay, in this situation, what would you do? So I would collect information and data and experiences through them. So I knew when the situation came around, I knew what to do without having to deal with it myself before. Mm -hmm. So those leadership qualities, um, staying humble, uh, gaining knowledge, Mm -hmm. um, gaining confidence can be used in any kind of industry. So Mm -hmm. the finances is different. But the customers, you're helping customers. And in, in the food industry, I was helping them, you know, not be hungry. Mm-hmm. And in the finance of Peachtree, I'm helping them get a sum of money that they didn't have before. So mm-hmm. eat, they're both helping people. And I, I'd be like, let me help you better your life, whether it's food or money. Like, I got <laughs> you. <laughs> like, I have your back. Like, yes. I got you.
0: Yes. Now, you mentioned something just a minute ago when you said basically having a hunger to learn. And that is definitely something that's so important, you know, as whether you are in a leadership position, but you know what? I feel like whether you're the person that is called the leader or the person that is like the solo, you know, individual contributor or the manager of people, I mean, you could be a leader at any level. That's true. And I think so many times people like, don't get that. Um, because like, I would hear people at the company I'm at now where they'd be like, well, I'm just this, you know, I'm, I'm just in this role or I don't have any reports. So, and I'm like, okay. And that means what, like, you can still have an impact and be a leader without having people, you know, um, tied to you or working underneath you. So, but I think that, that, um, Ability to like always learn and be thirsty for knowledge, and and just wanting to pick up new new skills is definitely how you extend um, leadership. You know, in different areas at your um, job.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree, one hundred percent. So the the thing um, I noticed that you know with confidence, there's always a difference between confidence and in ego. So one builds mm-hmm. you up, and one sort of destroys you. And mm-hmm a weird sense, <laughs> but it's a fine line. And um, I'm the type of individual that if I see someone that's newer and they're struggling or they have questions or they're frustrated, I don't hesitate regardless of my position to sort of have a conversation with them because that's mm-hmm. who I am. And that's, I, again, want people to be successful, even if they're low key, my com- like my competitor as well, because it's, um, mm-hmm compete against each other but we're still a team in a way yeah Mm -hmm. uh so i definitely it's it's not always about like you said before it's not always about the position you're in but Mm -hmm. it's also your standing reputation with the other individuals do they feel comfortable to come back and ask Mm -hmm. you questions if the answer is yes or someone in another department uh you shared information that you've encountered and it helped them they'll come back to you it's it's building relationships, building reputation, mm-hmm. and not being overly ego about it, regardless if you're a
0: manager or not. Mm-hmm. And that's a very good point, because I think that, that having those connections to people is uh, probably the number one most important thing to help you find success in any any career, no matter what you're doing. Um, <laughs> You you don't connect to people, and people don't see you as someone that is is helpful. You know, I think it's it's so funny that you know when something like that is brought to your attention, like okay, this is uh, probably the time of the year right now where people are having, I guess, wrapping up review. reviews from last year and um and like in my review my manager said something like she said yeah like everybody just always talks about like how helpful how you're willing to help them and you're willing to stop and i'm just like yeah i mean i, I just feel like if somebody needs something they don't know how to do something i do know how to do it then i'd rather just stop and try to like walk them through it and say, now, this is a process that I use, but obviously we've all got to find the process that works for us. And I said, but I just don't really ever have, it's not a second thought for me to want to be helpful for my teammates. But I guess when you think about the flip side of that is that there are a lot of people who aren't helpful, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's true. And I mean, obviously, there's something deeper going on there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, like, even though there's a work and life separation, they really mm-hmm. like, there mm-hmm. sort of is but there isn't. So like, right. if, if you're learning to be self sufficient at work, you're also being self sufficient in, in your personal life. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things you learn as a leader, self accountability, it mm-hmm. sort of organizes on both sides. So um I definitely, yeah, I mean there are individuals that just don't want to and they keep to themselves and that's okay. Like you Mm -hmm. do you, but I'm gonna continue to (laughs) you know
0: you do you. (laughs) And and I think too the other thing that you said that is really an important key in um feeling comfortable in leading is confidence. Um it, it it is building that confidence and we all like I, I feel like you're always, no matter what age you are, you're always building confidence. And it's like there there will be certain things in your job that you may have to do or just in life period that may not feel as good to you, you know, it may feel like, oh, it's a little scary, but you have to take those, you know, leaps. You have to make, take the step. And, you know, I always tell somebody, I'm like, look, I mean, you know, a lot of people is usually like speaking, right? Presenting, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't want to have to present. I mean, everybody's looking at me and it's just like, I mean, they're just like people. I think the virtual world made it a lot easier for people um, <laughs> to present because you're like, they're not in the room looking at you per se. Um, But it's just in every little, in different formats, right? It may be public speaking or it may be taking the lead on a project and leading the team. But like all those things really help to build your confidence, in my opinion. And I think that, um, especially with women, um, like I have a podcast guest and someone who is just pretty awesome that Hope Timberlake, who wrote a book called Speak Up Damn it. And it is all about like women asserting themselves, you know, and being intentional about speaking and having, you know, letting our voices be heard. And so, you know, I always think about like all the different tools that we can use in the not only in the workplace, but also in your life, because like you said, these those things are they are like intertwined. It's not like when, it's not like you go to work and you're like, well, I'm a totally different person. At work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm t- totally different at work than I am outside. I mean, personality, so, like- I mean, it, it's going to, it's going to, you're going to, it's going to all come together. It's going to slip. And especially with, you know, it, with so many people, you know, people haven't worked at home for the last two years. I mean, like your work life just came, became, it was just like all one thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure did. Remote, There's like what one room to another. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. It's just like all the same thing. It is. So, um, so what what do you do um, now, you know, to continue to grow yourself as a leader?
1: So what I've been doing. Um, I've been thinking about the things I'm interested in learning.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: think about why I haven't learned it yet. What's the main holdback? So the phase in my life right now is because I have so much vast knowledge about some random things sometimes like things like (laughs) volcanoes and I don't even know. (laughs) So I've learned that uh, if I have a fear about a particular thing, I need Mm -hmm. to sit in that for a second. Okay. So I have uh, a friend who actually took uh, my book Um, idea to uh, Netflix, just low key, like for something else, he low key mentioned it. And he and then like, it freaks me out. Because what if I can potentially change this into a Netflix TV show? Mm -hmm. And so that there's a fear there, like Mm -hmm. yourself putting yourself in the light. So I've been sort of addressing I'm in a place where I'm what's causing the fear? How do I get past it? Can I Mm -hmm. practice getting over the fear somehow? Uh, you know, practice talking about it out loud to individuals or is there a way I can build up to um, get, you know, just deal with it. So I'm facing a lot of my fears head on, I'm addressing them. And I, once I feel comfortable enough that um, it's minimal fear and anxiety, Mm -hmm. I will do a next step to continue it. So it's a lot of my growth comes from um, What is my potential? Where is it capped? How do I grow it? And what are some barriers I'm encountering? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how do I get around those barriers? So whatever those barriers look like personal, uh, financial, um, you know, with my book, I hit a lot of issues. Like I didn't even think about, and, um, I was like, okay, take a second, take a couple of days, deal with it. And then how do you get past it? And that's mm-hmm. how you get anything done, honestly. Mm-hmm. So that's just, you just got to live in it. You kind
0: of push yourself. Yeah. Yes. You know? <laughs> I like, I like that. I mean, because it's like you said, you're attacking, you're facing it head on. And you have a plan and how you want to deal with it. So it's not like you're just like, well, I'm going to face it, but I'm going to do I'm going to do it like next week. You know, you are saying like I take these steps and I think that's um, I like that. That's really good. Awesome. Awesome. All right. okay, All right. So now we're going to uh, do three things with you. Three things with Rebecca. I'm going to ask you three questions. Um, Now you've given me actually a fourth question with something you just said. So I'll cheat today and ask four questions. So (laughs) first, tell us about your recently published book.
1: Sure. Absolutely. So my book is about um, a character. Her name is Selena Wilson. She's a bisexual main character navigating her life with knowing she's different, uh, but not understanding why. With having glowing eyes and unusual strength, she needs the strength uh, to learn how to be herself, but stay hidden because it's a secret. Spoiler alerts, No spoilers. Uh, her journey has to do with learning how to deal with situations out of her control, falling in love, and dealing with betrayal. So this book essentially was things I've learned through life, through different situations I've encountered, um, and I applied a story to it. Mm -hmm. What did I have to say? Dealing with quarantine, dealing with everything in the world, all these emotions that Mm -hmm. we aren't talking about, like, aka the elephant in the room that we're, like, Mm -hmm. trying to talk about, but no one really knows how to deal with it. Uh, and so I, the book is essentially, it's okay to feel emotions. You don't have to hide mm-hmm. them. Not really. So how do you, how do you be yourself, deal with what's going on and still come out on top? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's actually what the message is. I mean, by all means read it and, and see what everyone sees something different, but that's why I did it.
0: Mm-hmm. Is- yeah, I like that. I like that. And, and something you just said, like resonates, resonates with me is like, you have to honor your feelings. Like you cannot run from them. You have to honor them. And if you're sitting in them for a day, an hour, or even a weekend, like you owe it to yourself to like, just at least feel what you feel and get it out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, If so. you, I noticed that if you, um, I mean, again, personally, not, I don't speak for everybody. Uh, if I don't address those issues, it's going to come in a mental breakdown about six months later for no apparent mm-hmm. reason. Like mm-hmm. I accidentally ran into a tree and I just had this weird mental breakdown it's because, uh, you know, you mm-hmm. didn't address the problems.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, please. It, but yes, I, I, I agree with you as well. Like I just... There's no need to suffer in silence. Right. You know, Absolutely. just let it out. All right. So, okay. Tell me one of the random facts, you know, about, I think you said volcanoes. So that, <laughs> yeah. when you said that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did
1: you have any talk
0: about volcanoes? <laughs> I want to know, how do you know a lot of random things? How do, <laughs> you, what, where, where does this love of like random knowledge come from?
1: <laughs> i just um honestly i just picked it up over time like i just some of the weirdest things so i'm a big history buff,
0: mm-hmm. and so
1: if i encounter anything i don't know about i ask a ton of questions for okay. reading so it's like me me wanting to know about yes topic. um so
0: it's I, you being it's, a lifelong learner
1: <laughs> yeah like it's I'm trying to think of the weirdest thing I knew, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. So, for example, the volcano, since I said I'm going to say it, there is a volcano um, in Colorado that's dormant, and you can go on top and walk around the edge of it and walk down in, inside, which is weird because it's landlocked. You know, you think volcanoes, but no. Colorado has a bunch of, like, random volcano fields and stuff. So you just learn, like, they have all those little... Um, government you know the park plaques and stuff and mm-hmm, if you look mm-hmm. at the top you can see five states and I mean it's absolutely beautiful
0: yeah just random nice stuff. <laughs> see I bet <laughs> you all did not expect to hear that today <laughs> now you know something go to Colorado <laughs> and see those volcanoes all right um what does uh, success mean to you success um means completing
1: a small goal any goal even if it's small Mm -hmm. and setting reachable guidelines. So if you set an expectation um, timeframe wise saying, okay, I'm going to get X done in five days. Okay. Is that really realistic? So success means completing those small feats, Mm -hmm. realistic feats. So if me saying I want to make a trilogy, but I haven't even written the first book yet. Okay, well, I mean, you're going to just call yourself a bunch of anxiety and Mm -hmm. uh, for no reason. So smaller goals that are reachable little bit at a time. Success isn't always about money. It's about life experiences and the small wins.
0: Awesome, I like that. Yes, it's those bite-sized goals. Like everything has, like, I love that though. I'm going to write a trilogy. Have you started? And No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. And so my last question, now it's going to be, a com- it's a combo question. Um, it's a, how do you start and how do you end your day?
1: Um, so starting and ending my day usually looks similar in the mm-hmm. sense of I, I set a small goal. So I'm going to write two pages today. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to bed saying, okay, tomorrow I'm going to work on my book or tomorrow I'm going to work on a painting. I designate what item that's going to be or what section. Because if you say, I'm just going to write two pages, but you don't know what section in the book you're writing, you're Mm -hmm. just going to stare at the laptop being like, what (laughs) am I doing? What am I doing right now? So I identify um, more clearly what I want to do. And then Mm -hmm. I schedule sort of like 45 minutes, an hour, maybe I'll get up a little earlier and just work on it real quick or at lunch. I'll um, take some I take some painting sometimes to work for lunch, I'll work on it there, or I'll I'll take a notebook and write down some ideas that I want to, you know, put in the book. So it's just designating that time. So if someone asks me to hang out during lunch, I say no, I have plans and I make sure set the boundaries and get it done.
0: Yes, I love that. Thank you, thank you. All right. So before I let you go, um, what are one to three things for our listeners and those watching out there today? Um, what would you like them to take away from our discussion?
1: Um, the key is a trust your intuition. I mean, we didn't really talk about that, but when you're when you're going through life, trust your instinct. If something says, I want to try X, try it, you know, like don't mm-hmm. let your mind, don't let your, your brain hold you back. Um, trust your instincts, trust your intuition. But the other thing is that uh, you, the only person that really caps your learning is you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have people that try to hinder your growth, which happens. People that try to like pretend they're your friends and don't want you to be successful like Loki actually don't want to. But you can actually be the ones that listen to them. Or you can be the difference between you doing your own thing, still learning, finding different resources and support to make it happen. Um, but at the end of the day, no one, no one can make you do anything if you don't want to. So if you want to do it, you'll mm-hmm. do it. It's <laughs> there. Yes. Uh,
0: yes. Third
1: thing is...
0: Oh, that's what it covered most of
1: it didn't it <laughs> that,
0: was a, that was a loaded uh, that was a loaded tip wasn't it, it's, it was, yeah you said a lot there I mean trust yeah, trust your it. intuition and be a uh, active learner mm-hmm. and go what I also heard is you know if you have a goal there's something you want to do push forward and do it yeah no <laughs> matter what anyone says
1: no
0: exactly anyone, don't lo- right. don't allow other people to cap your growth that's right all right so um, before we finish please let everybody know how they can connect to you and how they can purchase your book sure absolutely so i have um an instagram it's called
1: height bristow revolution Uh, if any of you would like to follow or join that absolutely um, I also have a Facebook. It's just my personal Facebook. You're welcome to be added and follow me there. I use both of those medias. Um, I also have my book listed on Amazon for paperback and uh, digital as well. And um, you have to look up my name because of the way <laughs> Amazon put the book on. It's, it has to be very particular because I have a colon in my book name. You can't find it mm-hmm. if you just
0: search the second it's, I don't know, it's a technical thing, but
1: you have to search my name.
0: <laughs> so you, okay. So we'll put the links also in the show notes. So it's easy for people to find as well. Well, Rebecca, thank you for a great conversation today. I love, like I said, I love talking about leadership and I love hearing, um, I love hearing people's stories, um, journeys to leadership.
1: Yeah, I very much appreciate the, the platform to be able to do this. Um, it's There's not enough words to express me being, I love talking about this stuff. This is my passion. And I just want to say thank you so much for letting me do it.
0: Yes. Awesome. You're so welcome. Well, you can always come back in the future. I know you're working on another book. So you want to come back and share with us, please do absolutely I got three <laughs> I'd take you <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. we'll stay tuned everyone I'll be right back welcome back to the Gold girl podcast I'm Kyra thank you everyone for joining today thanks again to Rebecca I love a good conversation on leadership. And um, just the n- last nugget to take you know, you can lead at any level. Um, so just find those, seek those qualities inside yourself that you possess that will help you um, be a better leader in your everyday life. If you all want to find out more about Rebecca or if you want to look at her book or purchase it, make sure you head on over to Amazon. Her book is called Acceptance. The beginning, so you can get that on Amazon. Um, You can find Glow Up Girl. If you want to get social with us, we're on Instagram at Glow Up Girl. We're also on Facebook at Glow Up Girl ATL. We're on LinkedIn at Glow Up Girl. And also, if you want to watch this episode, head on over to YouTube. We are Glow Up Girl. Subscribe. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. If you are listening listening on Apple. Please um, feel free to leave us a message. And you know what? Lastly, if you'd like to share your story on this podcast, feel free to visit my website at glowgirl.com and click on the podcast button, join the show, and just complete the form. And we'll be in touch with you soon. All right. So before I go, as always, let's get you a little inspiration. Today's quote comes from John Quincy Adams. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. Until next time, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care, everyone, and thanks for listening.